in your face.
from their album Body Heat, which are launches tonight. Laura Davis there, aka Infra Ghosts, and they join me in the studio. Welcome. Thank you. Here I am. Your car is full of instruments. Oh, full of instruments and video equipment and a CRT TV. And my car is currently um, outside full of stuff, which is a bit scary, but it's going to be fine. It's it's a great album. I had the pleasure of of listening to it, and I love it. It's very Depeche Mode. Thank you. Uh, I I love synthesizers, and Depeche Mode is a very good example. Now, I love the music video to Sanctum, which we played before, and um, it's full of purple and green. It is. What's the what's the story to the video? It's a really simple video with with you in a really kind of you know luxurious looking office. <laughs> Uh, that luxurious plans. office is uh, my friend Clinty Williams' living room um, with uh, trickery, much trickery, smoke and mirrors. Uh, I the 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 green and um, purple is something I've used throughout my live set. Um, I always bring DMX lighting, and I always bring my own lighting. I like to uh, uh, make it an event. Always, always make it an event. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you have a lot of experience making it an event. Tell, <laughs> tell us about your journey as a musician. Oh, my God. Um, I was in a punk rock band when I was 16. No way. And I went to New Zealand, um, and Malcolm McLaren, who was the manager of the Sex Pistols, heckled me. Why? And said, play some Sex Pistols. And I told him to get effed. So there you go. There's my rock and roll story. And did you did you end up playing a Sex Pistols cover? No, we did not. <laughs> I wonder why he did that. It was a bit rude, wasn't it? Uh, well, I just um, self-absorbed is probably the term. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Being very polite there. <laughs> uh, and I was in that punk band for like five years and it was a lot of fun and I learnt a lot of DIY aesthetic and how to stand on the stage and do it. Um, but then I... I had some interactions with musicians in Melbourne who were not playing punk rock and, uh, you know, plugging in an iPod and just like yelling at people um, and playing like hyper, like the equivalent of hyper pop, but just like back then 20 years ago. And it just like exploded my mind that you didn't have to hide behind an instrument and you could just be yourself. And that kind of felt more punk rock than these me in a leather jacket with spiked hair. (laughs) <laughs> and studded belts uh, And that kind of Part of that is the direction I've gone in Where I'm kind of This is a response to some of the restrictions That were back in the scene back then I know things are different um, But there was restrictions back then About what it felt permissible To have in a punk rock song And on in a punk rock performance So Infra Ghost Sounds like it feels much more authentic for you it is, yes, absolutely. And you mentioned, you know, punk rock kind of taught you how to stand on stage. Tell us about your stage act. Uh, I pull a lot of shapes. Um, I also went to art school and did video art, and so I bring a lot of projection stuff from there. I used to do a lot of circuit bending with um, analog video equipment from the 90s. And so it's like this this punk rock thing I did as a child, and then this art school video thing, and I bring that in. And I also just did hip hop dancing for a while, like a decade ago, and just I bring it all in, and I pull shapes, and I just try to engage and try to use just like I just 
bring what I do best. Uh, at one point, I was trying to do it all and play all the instruments and just like do everything at once. And I'm still doing a lot at once, but those things that is a lot is not necessarily what you expect of a musician on stage. So video stuff, singing. Well, I mean, you expect that anyway. <laughs> it's interesting actually, because when you were talking about punk, I was kind of thinking, well, transing, being trans is kind of, there's a punk element to it as well, isn't there? You know, having to, you know, fight against repression and, and call it out and all of that. Do you kind of, do you channel that energy? Uh, yes. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it. Bring it on. Yeah. And I will be doing that tonight at the Cactus Room where I'm launching Body Heat. And it's going to be great. So launching the album, I mean, do you feel like, you know, that that's you, you're giving birth to something, you know, after? Because it must have. How long did it take you to produce it? Oh, this thing, this thing, this album. I wanted to make, I have a CD collection. I have so many albums and I always listen to start to end. And I don't do singles, just albums. And I wanted to make an album from start to end. And it's taken me seven years. It's taken me a very, very long time. And a, a lot of that was like housing security issues, financial issues. When you're worried about being homeless, then you're not going to be able to get an album finished. <laughs> but that must have really kind of fueled your songwriting, that precariousness. Oh, no, not at all. Not at all, because it's just scary, and you have to worry about other stuff, creative stuff in the background. But now, right now, I have a little more security, and things are a little bit better, and it meant I could focus on actually getting it done. Yeah, wow. And that's what sealed the deal. Wow. That's what meant it could happen. So all this kind of, you know, talk that some people have, you know, it works for them, obviously. Hardship makes them a better songwriter. But it sounds like for you it was a distraction. It oh, was an absolutely. unwelcome distraction. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So it must feel really good that you don't have to deal with that shit. It feels amazing. It feels amazing. And that has resulted in an album that is slightly more uplifting than the last one was absolutely miserable. <laughs> absolutely miserable. Um, and this one has a little more heart and a little more excitement in it. Yeah, absolutely. What's your favourite song on the album and why? Uh, oh, my God. My favourite song right now is um, Rhythmic Notions because it's sexy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and that must be fun to perform on stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what can And we... it's been so long. Locked. I, I was playing once every fortnight five years ago and just... I've played like a hundred shows with this act and lockdowns, COVID. Um, I had uh, my stepfather had um, lung cancer and if he got COVID, he was going to die. And I had to visit him and help him um, quite often. And so I just could not get COVID. And so I could not play shows. Um, and, that, and that's been years. So the launch tonight is your return, if you like, to a live show? Absolutely. Wow. So when was the last time you did a live show? Well, I've done a few little sneaky ones. I had to, I had to um, trial this music. I had to see what it was like in front of an audience and how people responded to it and make sure it worked for people who aren't just me. <laughs> and it does. And it does. Um, but this is the start of... The rest, the beginning of the rest of my career starts tonight. Wow. That must feel really good. Oh, it feels amazing. 
So, um, are you going to tell some stories on stage? Like, what's your, what's your, what are you going to tell the oh, audience? Oh, no, no, no story. I'm steely-faced. It's all about the performance. So, you don't talk in between the tracks? No. Wow. No. Is, that, is that hard? I mean, is it tempting to kind of, you know, break into a chat and commentary? Like, uh, you must be disciplined. I find that sometimes not, I'm not pointing at anyone at all. Um, but I feel like that can be a distraction from the music sometimes. Wow. And people also need a, a break from their focus and attention. And so if people get those precious seconds between songs, they can refresh their attention and then fully enjoy it when it comes back. And are you kind of planning another album after this? Uh, are you going to tour I, this one? Like- I'm planning to recover from this one first. <laughs> I'm going to tour this and... Um, so they, Wow, okay. All so, the systems that are in place that got this one done, we'll get the next one done. So you're going to be travelling around the country potentially? Potentially. We're not, we're not talking about it yet. <laughs> but you're thinking about it? Yes, absolutely. Wow. Well, that will be extraordinary after kind of, you know, only doing the occasional sneaky show after years. After years, yeah. Wow. Because it's not as if you're a stranger to touring. I mean, you're in New Zealand. You've done a lot of touring. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But you, why are you kind of, you know, a little bit kind of, you know, shy about talking about it? Uh, you don't want to jinx it or? It's all about tonight. Yeah, fair enough. It's all enough. about tonight and um, Cactus Room tonight. It's going to be really good. And uh, Hearts and Rockets and Time Rich and James C D and Don Gray will be there. And um, Don Gray is doing projection visuals all night and it's going to be a party. And wow. An absolute ball. Absolutely. Well, it is tonight. The music kicks off around 8.15, yeah? Yeah. It's at the Cactus Room, 614 High Street, Thornbury. Laura Davis, a.k.a. InfraGhost, it has been a joy to meet you with 3CR. Thank you so much for popping in. What an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much.
with Sanctum. In Your Face would like to thank Thorn Harbour Health for their sponsorship of this program. Thorn Harbour Health envisions a healthy future for our gender, sex and sexuality diverse communities, a future without HIV, and a future where all people live with dignity and respect. To find out more, search Thorn Harbour Health on your search engine or Facebook. <laughs>